Welcome to the Vibrant Family Podcast of FCBC Walnut, where we talk about church as family and family as church. I'm Katie Lee, the children's director here, and with me is Pastor Terrence, the family pastor here. And this is our episode number five. Hooray, number five. Yes, we've made it this far. Now, what's new, PT, with you? Well, we started off the school year now that zero month is over in August. And that means that you already had your parents' um, orientation. We did. We had our grade level parents round up all of the parents that they could muster. And two weeks ago, we met and we had a gathering of 75 people. What was the highlight? The highlight was a few things. One is to be able to see everybody across the seventh grade levels um, gathered in their groups, being able to connect and be able to get to know each other. Uh, it was wonderful to be able to talk about what the year was going to look like, be able to share about curriculum, be able to share and introduce our staff one year at a time. We made the connection between Sundays and Sunday school teachers and youth service, but we also connected them to the Fridays, Gap, Unicoi, and Turf, and all of the counselors that serve there. So it was just great to show them the big picture of how family ministry works and connecting students, counselors, and the parents. Now, last time you shared about how you were going to introduce the idea of memorizing verses. Yes. So getting the parents involved there, having them involved in understanding what's going on. I know. Is that possible? I don't know. Is it possible? Well, it did come up in the parents' orientation. And so what we're going to do this year, which the students as well as the parents will hear about in the month of September, is we're going to go through one verse at a time. And with the Sermon on the Mount as anchor for our sermon series for this year, we're going to memorize the Beatitudes. I think that's a great place to start. Memorizing the words of Jesus. It's so important for us to know what the Bible says in order to live in a way that is pleasing to God. And so oftentimes we take for granted, we base our knowledge based on what we hear from others or what we read about the Bible, but we don't know the Bible. And so, yes, I'm, I'm really glad that we have this opportunity this year to launch this initiative to memorize scripture together as an entire family. Yeah, church family and uh, home family in the home. That's right. Well, uh, we started the Awana year. That's right. And I'm excited to share, particularly seeing God move in a way that is calling out volunteers. Not just that we're getting more volunteers, which we always need, more leaders and more teachers uh, in Sunday school on Sundays and Fridays, but also that I see God moving across all congregation and age, ages. Well, uh, tell me more about that, Katie. Well, uh, recently, just two young couples from the Cantonese congregation oh, wow. volunteered to serve. And then uh, uh, several people from the Mandarin congregation uh, signed up to serve. Now, the Mandarin congregation had a ministry fair, a mini ministry fair, mm -hmm. just within, just for the Mandarin congregation. Mm -hmm. And out of that, uh, I, I would say a good number signed up to want to help in children's. Oh, that's great. So I'm excited about, um, you know, going across congregations to see what the various gifts are within our church, not just because oh, English, uh, you know, children's all English, but even the Chinese congregations can get involved. Yeah, in so many ways, this is what church as family is about, right? Because even in our own homes, we have different cultures, languages, and generations, but yet we make the effort to get along and invest in each other's lives. So it's so wonderful to see the Cantonese and Mandarin congregations jump in and serve. Well, that's what Pastor Albert, Albert always uh, reminds us, that we are one church. Uh, mm -hmm. We're three congregations, but mm -hmm. one church. Mm -hmm. So we invest in each other and uh, build value together using our uh, particular gifts and um, culture in a, in a positive way. Yeah, that's such a wonderful update. Well, for today, we have a treat for you guys. We have a special guest, the very first guest on the Vibrant Family podcast ever. 
And we're catching him at a crucial time because he's about to leave us for a few weeks. And if we don't catch him now, well, <laughs> he's just going to come back a different man. So we want to catch him now before it is too late. So we're excited to welcome to the Vibrant Family Podcast, Youth Pastor Kevin Kwan. Hey, guys. Hello. <laughs> Oh no, we're starting oh, yeah. it off so well. Okay, so Try even as that. we invited Kevin to our podcast, it's because it's important because we recognize that family ministry, everything which we're trying to do in discipling people in our church is a partnership of the home, the church, and the students. It is never just the task of one. And so Kevin has such an important role among us to train and to lead the ministries on behalf of our church, disciple the students, and to be those lead disciple makers that help in that end. So Kevin, why don't you tell us a little bit about what you're excited about ministry-wise as it relates to the youth. All right, yeah, uh, thanks for having me. Hopefully I can, I guess, do a okay, normal job. <laughs> um, so something I'm really excited about is youth service. I was really scared because we lost a really solid class of juniors, now they're seniors, and so they don't serve in youth worship anymore. Um, and so they did a whole lot in worship, in AV, some of them have been there since starting in sixth grade, so we were losing about a third of our uh, youth officers and members. But I think God was really good because at our first kickoff meeting uh, two weeks ago, um, there's a, a lot of new people, students who wanted to serve. There were sixth graders who were there for the first time. Um, they're so young and so different. Um, but there's also 11th graders who they haven't served at all their whole five or six years there, but then in their final year, they want to step up and serve in AV and moderating. And so just seeing all those people, I think we have about uh, 35 students serving in youth uh, youth service. So, wow. Um, I'm yeah. proud of the children who graduated from my class and yeah. into youth service. I checked in on them once in a while on Sundays and it looks like they're well integrated. They're enjoying, they told me they're enjoying the service. They enjoy the music and that interaction with some like the older brother, sister, seems like a very um, vibrant youth worship. <laughs> Yeah, it's very vibrant. <laughs> um, yeah, they're. I think the sixth graders, they, they really impressed me because they they step up. I guess I don't expect them to because they're so young, but they are used to serving in children's worship in the AV. And then when they come in, they want to serve in the AV again. I mean, it's a different system, but they, they want to serve. And so I think that's really, really cool to see. And uh, I think it shows, it sends a message to the other students who maybe they are Christians, but they don't feel like, the motivation to serve. So I, I think it really is a, a really cool picture to see. Um, now, recently you also took the students to Harvest. Oh yeah, good transition. Um, so <laughs> three weeks ago we went to Harvest Crusade and honestly, I wasn't planning on organizing it, but there are two students who kept asking me to put it on. And I had been once before, but it just seemed like a really, I guess, big event, loud music. But I said, you know, if the students really want it, let's just see if there's enough counselors who can go. And we ended up being able to go. Um, I guess just background, we, we had an apologetics uh, retreat um, this past uh, summer for the youth. And so the worship was really, really amazing because you saw uh, so many diverse Christians just, just worshiping. It wasn't just Chinese people. It was like blacks, Hispanics, whites, um, just Asians, so many like diversities worshiping at Harvest Crusade and everyone was just passionate about it. Um, it was really cool because that Sunday, I remember Hanley talked about like lifting your hands in worship. Um, and so they saw like that <laughs> actual application in front of them. And I, I think it was really beautiful and it really showed them that the, the world of Christianity, it, it kind of goes beyond just what we see here at FCBC where worship is a little 
controlled. People are a little bit um, self-conscious about being expressive. So I think that really changed them. But that's a side story. I guess what I wanted to share was after Harvest Crusade, um, as we were walking to our parking lots, we saw like a protester who was holding a sign that says, uh, Lori leads to hell. Uh, Lori is Greg Lori, the main mm. speaker. And our Did students- Did you guys uh, feel intimidated by that? A little bit, yeah. Cause the guy looked a little crazy, but he was also just, I guess he didn't look that crazy, but just his sign seemed really contradictory to like, you know, the, uh, the whole message of Harvest Crusade. But our students were just crowded around him and it was cool because they wanted to see what he was actually talking about and he was handing out pamphlets and they wanted to look at the pamphlets and um, when they saw it, it was really cool because they, they were able to see right off the bat that um, the guy was kind of misusing Bible verses. So I guess I was just really proud of the students that they were eager to engage with different worldviews and they were able to see pretty quickly that this guy was just misusing scripture. And just, as they're walking away, they were just saying, oh yeah, go apologetics. And wow. I think that was cool because they just had apologetics retreat and they were just really encouraged to engage with different worldviews. So I we think talked that about cool. that retreat at the last podcast and I asked PT what the students thought of it, if they got anything out of it. So yeah. this is evidence that they were in listening during the retreat. Yeah. And it made a difference. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, it was definitely really, really awesome. And we saw some of our students on the, on the mega mega screen kind of worshiping too that was a nice <laughs> nice moment should take a picture uh no <laughs> <laughs> my camera is not that good yeah on that note just to support uh, kevin here our student ministry both uh, gap and unicoi as well as turf the college students we're going to be going to an apologetics conference in september called rethink mm-hmm. and so for all of you guys that are listening to this uh, whether parents or students please consider registering it's relatively inexpensive and we just would love as many of you to go as possible Rethink is uh, sponsored by Standard Reason uh, Ministries, right? Yes, they're supportive, yeah. And I want to tell you, Standard Reason, STR, has an, a big influence on my life. Mm. When I was really? struggling as a Christian, and I heard him on the radio, I heard Greg Coco on the radio, and it really strengthened my faith to mm. know what I believe, why I believe what I believe. I personally, on my family, we support STR. And so I really encourage you to uh, go to the conference. That's great. Well, so I had mentioned when we were introducing Pastor Kevin here, that he's going to be gone from us shortly. And the reason why is because <laughs> him and his bride are finally going to go on their honeymoon. So we really want to hear more about that. So tell <laughs> us more about what the next couple of weeks are going to look like, Kevin. Oh, yeah. I am literally leaving tomorrow. Um, <laughs> and I, I really can't wait. You know, I think I haven't had a vacation in not long for about two weeks in a long time, a couple of years. But um, Thailand is first. So I already kind of know what I'm looking forward to. I think Monday is scuba diving. Wow. Um, yeah. Have you guys ever gone before? I have not. No. Really? We, yeah. are, we are very envious of you. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's... Well, here's the thing. Phuket in Thailand, I was looking online and September is supposed to be the rainiest month out of the year. So, <laughs> I don't know if we're going to be able to see uh, the fishies or the turtles or sharks, but, you know, let's pray. So, I'll, I'll just be okay with whatever God passed for us. But then Tuesday, we're going to go to an elephant sanctuary. Vanessa says you're not supposed to ride on the back of elephants, but uh, Gabe did it one time. So I feel like <laughs> it can't be that bad. <laughs> uh, so I don't know, elephants sound okay, but I want to visit the tiger kingdom because I want to hold a baby, baby tiger, but the reviews on TripAdvisor said that it was kind of inhumane how they treat the tigers. So can't do that. Wednesday, we're going to kayak 
I think we were on a pretty famous cave area. Um, it just got really high reviews. And then Thursday, we're going to do a cooking class because Vanessa and I are still learning how to cook. And Friday, we it's kind of a blank day. You guys have a lot planned for a honeymoon. I thought you were going to chill and just walk around the beach. I know. It's, <laughs> action, it's action-packed. Yeah, well, we're just trying to do one activity a day. Yeah, Katie, I know you went to Thailand before, so you said get a Thai massage. So we're looking at TripAdvisor for all the <laughs> legit Thai massage places. And we've been watching, like, Phuket food on YouTube um, for a long time. And so... What yeah. are you going to do during the second week? Oh, second week we'll be in Hong Kong. So, yeah, definitely if you guys have time, I guess pray for safety there. Uh, I think one of the other pastors was saying a plane couldn't get in, so they had to land in Japan, <laughs> which I'm totally okay with. If we, <laughs> if we like... Alrighty. <laughs> Um, we look forward to you uh, reporting back. Let us know if you how the elephant ride was. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know if we'll get to ride on an elephant. I want to though. But Hong Kong, I think we're just trying to eat good food, maybe visit Disneyland, visit her family, and then it's much less structured. We don't really have like a plan for each day. I think two weeks. People tell me to unplug and just enjoy it. So I hope to do that and not check email. That's sound advice. <laughs> yep. We are not going to expect any replies from you while you're gone. I have to say, the fact that you're taking your honeymoon now, uh, to me, it's always, you know, been, you know, a, 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 a place of a, you know, appreciation, being that you guys got married in June. But then as you were thinking about ministry and, and the students and the transition and YSMP and retreats and everything else, as a couple, you chose to prioritize that so that you can go now. And so I know on behalf of the pastoral staff, we appreciate that, just that commitment uh, to disciple making uh, in our midst. And, and we really do want to just bless you and wish you well that you just have the best two weeks and just really enjoy being married and really enjoy each other. Uh, we're just really glad that you guys are in our midst. Well, I think that's about it for today's episode. Thanks, listeners, for following with us and also especially in welcoming Kevin to Woo-hoo. our first conf- podcast. Woo-hoo. Now, uh, we invite you to contact us with your thoughts and questions to social media at fcbcwalnut.org and your identity will be kept anonymous if we address your questions. So feel free to contact us. We'd love to engage with you in any way we can. See us on Sundays and Fridays or any other day and continue our conversation together. All right. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. <laughs>